Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abbey Sports Network. I am your host, the Kamish, and I am joined by a very solemn, I would hope, actively Alan Lazy <laughs> Sandage. What the dude? I got it right. <laughs> No, you didn't. What kind of introduction is that? Actively lazy, Alan Sanders. It was terrible. It is together, Batman. It was terrible. All your aliases. Although, what do you got? Fat Panda or what is it now? Fatty Panda is what it said. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing, man. I hate Twitter. I misread it. I misread it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Somebody said 49ers sold. <laughs> oh man! So, good time. for the people that may not know uh, us, if you got a couple new viewers, it looks like the big page. Uh, I am a Cowboys fan, such as this, and Alan here, or actively lazy, is a Niners fan. Come on, you on the psychiatrist's couch? What happened? Mm-hmm. What do you happened? mean? What happened? It's- uh well Kyle Shanahan or, is a punk. Adventure uh, frustrations. Well, I mean it's the same thing I've been saying for the last couple years, and having you and your brother tell me that I'm tripping, but also have you and your brother validate everything I've been saying for the last couple years in that one particular game. Kyle Shanahan is a goof. That's what he is. He's a goof. Uh the Niners will win a Super Bowl if they get lucky enough that the other team will beat themselves. But unfortunately, we keep playing the one team that doesn't beat themselves. If we could just get another AFC team, <laughs> well, that's all it is, man. Well, part of the problem is that you're playing a goat. I mean, I think we can already say that Patty is a top five quarterback of all time. So a goat, yeah, yeah, he's a goat. So you're playing two of those guys, so that doesn't help much. You were ahead. You're also I know winning. I messed up my camera. Yeah. I know. You're winning both You're winning. games. You're winning both games. I don't even want to go back to 2019. Let's just talk about yesterday. You had three runs in the entire third quarter. Three runs. You're playing a team that if you look at the deep metrics, they actually suck against your run scheme. They're not good against zone runs. That's what, that's the biggest issue is that you technically match up. Your strength is the best counter to their weakness. Like, it's perfect for you. It's set up for you to be able to control the game with the run. And you didn't establish that at all, at no point. Kyle Shanahan calls plays like he has no idea how a game flows, which is absolutely absurd because he's actually a good play caller to a, to a degree. It makes no sense. Like, he doesn't understand ebb and flow. Prime example, end of the game, uh, the Chiefs, uh, get get momentum going. They're going in. They're close enough to score. Did you see what they did? They picked up the tempo, got the defense off balance, and they scored. They did it several times where they just input some tempo, boom, get the two, three yards that they need. Kyle Shanahan didn't do that at all, bro, at all. There was there was the drive where we had to settle for the field goal in the in the first half where I was like, yo, you got him on the ropes. Just just run a quicker play. Run a quick play. Pick it up. Even on the fourth down conversion, he's still not doing tempo. Like, what are you doing, bro? Do you not understand how the game works? Do you not understand when you have advantages? It's, it's the silliest thing I've ever seen from a guy who is actually – pretty damn talented. 
Cal Shanahan has been to what four NFC championships in the last five years. He's been to two Super Bowls yeah. in the last five years. He's he's won at least eleven games when he's had a healthy team. He just he just had Mister Relevant come into his system and it fits perfectly. He got blessed with Brock Purdy. You you got to call it what it is. That is the luckiest thing that could ever happen because you wasted your draft picks on Trey Lance and you had Jimmy G and then you, you get to keep Brock on this super cheap contract to continue to pay the supporting cast around him. And what do you do with it? Again, you you blow it. You blow it. And I'm not I'm not necessarily frustrated in the sense that um like it, it ruined my day. Heck nah, man. But I am frustrated that you're you're right yeah, there at the door. You've been uh you've been I was, bro, I was I was bored, man. I was bored. I was absolutely bored. That's all it was. I I literally went away during the afternoon when I had work to do. But yeah, this morning I was bored. You ranting and talking. Yeah, because because my host my host are not they're not in the building, man. I could I work at a radio station, sports talk radio, and I couldn't talk about it. So yeah, I was ranting. I took it out on the group. (laughs) If the Niners would give, uh, I'm reading some of the comments. Uh, Forty times maybe, but I mean Elijah Mitchell could carry too. But go ahead, say what you're gonna say. And I, I think I always lean toward the side of greatness or the pursuit of it. And you got as hard as you are on Shanahan, you were play here or play there away. If you take both those games against them, four or five plays decided. Like it's not like I mean, at that point. It's a coin toss. Now, I know Patty always seems to come out on the top of the coin toss, but these are coin toss games, and you came out on the wrong end of them. Bro, get out of my face. It's not a coin toss game. (laughs) It's not. It's not. Like, I will gladly sit down with somebody and go play by play and show them where Kyle Shanahan literally messed the game up from the sideline. This, this is the exact same way that the Eagles lost last year. They got outcoached. They got outcoached, and, and you give Patty a chance and keep him around long enough, you're going to get beat because he's great. That's what happens. You can still beat greatness from time to time. Eli Manning has two Super Bowls over Tom Brady. Nobody would ever pick Eli over Tom Brady. And both of those games, yeah. the Giants were definitely not better than the Patriots. But they played they play clean, and they played smart, and they had an understanding when to push on the pedal, when to go get off the pedal. It was it was a perfect game plan that was executed from the sideline and the field. The guys on the field yesterday did not let the Niners down. The sideline let the Niners down. And the same sideline that let the Niners down in 2019, too, when he opted to kick a field goal at the half instead of going for the seven points, you're not going to be an all-time great quarterback, whether it's a Brady, whether it's a Manning, whether it's a Marino, a Montana, a Young, a a Mahomes. You're never going to be the top-tier quarterback by kicking field goals. You have to score touchdowns. And, he, again, he just settles for it. He literally settles for three. Do you, what do you think happened in the first half where they weren't scoring at all 
Kelsey had like there was a time where Mahomes had four completions before the final drive of the of the second quarter, and before he went off. What happened where y'all couldn't like muster any offense to put him away? Uh, offensively for us, what happened was that our our coach forgot how important first down was. I, I said it before the game. I said it on a couple shows. I said it on my podcast. First down is the most important down when you're playing a, a team like the Chiefs because it, it keeps you uh, on a drive. You got to get positive yards for first downs. When when we got that interception, I think, the or not even the interception, I think their first punt, we, we had an eight-yard loss pass. Like, come on, you can't do stupid stuff like that. Even if you just run the ball for one yard, just get in front of the sticks on first down and use second down to set up your third down. The Chiefs do it. That's how they beat the Ravens. That's how they started driving the ball on the Niners. They literally use first and second down to set up third down and get you in the situation where it's third and short. Their average yards on third down was eight yards up until the, the fourth quarter and that overtime. And that's literally when they look like they couldn't be stopped. It's a strategic approach to the game. You have to approach the game in a manner that every single play, every single snap counts. It's a credit to Andy Reid and that staff and how they approach the game and how they view it. And it's and it's a disservice to the Niners and pretty much everybody else around the league. There are a lot of coaches who don't understand the importance of a first down anymore. They think, oh, second and 10, I'll just throw it. I'll get it back. I'll get it back. You might think the Chiefs think like that. That is not how they think. That's not how they approach it. That's why Pacheco has okay, uh, three yards of carry. Uh, I, I was talking to you and Corey, my brother, at the same mm-hmm. time during the game, texting or whatever, and I told him, and you were you were fussing about not running, and so was he, and I told him, it's like he thinks y'all have back there two, three, four, five times. No play action, no motion, drop back, second and 10, third and 10. And you got Purdy. I love Purdy. I have Purdy higher than I think most humans outside of San Francisco. But just straight drop on second and third and long is not where you want him to be. I mean, you shouldn't really do that with any quarterback, but certainly not with Brock Purdy and the weapons you have too. We don't have receivers that can get separation, so we should never be spread out in an empty set against a, a really good man-to-man coverage team that likes to bring pressure. That's a recipe for disaster. It's it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It is, hands down, the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's literally fighting fire with gasoline. Come on, bro. <laughs> and this is supposed to be my offensive genius coach, which – Leads me to think. Y'all did the bunch. Yeah. When y'all it, did the bunch just, and when you did the when you did the bunch and when you did the reduced formations, you killed them. Yeah. The 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 bunch plays were working so well, not, not really. so well. The, the the but no, like uh, as far as like especially easy. when we were doing the it play action. Yeah, it was a lot easier. I would. I, yeah. Are you going to so safety? Well was, yeah. Are you going to safety? Um, I don't know why we Debo against McDuffie ain't never gonna work. <laughs> we can we could get hundred reps. We might get six completions. That's never gonna. No, work. He, he was great. McDuffie's amazing, man. I you know I I'm happy yeah, he, I had him McDuffie, in my. If 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 Mahomes wasn't MVP, 
if Mahomes wasn't MVP, I think McDuffie was. Maybe I, Kelsey. But I had I had him McDuff- in my McDuffie top ten. Was great. I had him in my top ten of that class. Um so I'm very proud of that. <laughs> him and Kyle Hamilton, baby. Him and Kyle Hamilton. I got trashed for that list, by the way. <laughs> on Draft Network, I think. I, what him? Yeah, they were on you about Hamilton. I yeah. was I had Hamilton top five. But it was it was the list was top ten that Don't I you know liked. Who, I had? who? Yeah, that too. You know who I had a few who? years as my number one person in the class? Roquan Roquan Smith, baby. Um, Roquan Smith. Yeah. That's why I had number one. Yeah, he did great. <laughs> Back in the league, I'd never seen Travis Kels do that to Roquan Smith. What? They? That's because they don't uh, dumb enough I, to put Roquan in. Gas. They're not dumb enough to put Roquan in man to man with 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 outside leverage. And think that he's going to keep up with them running across his face. Like, that made no sense. Wilkes running zero is really dumb. We haven't done a lot of that all yeah. year that I've seen. So, Shannon I don't understand. And, uh, I was listening to Shannon and Ocho. I was listening to Shannon and Ocho. Man, safeties can't guard Kels. And then Ocho, I mean, now Shannon was like, some corners can't hang with him. So, how in the world, you know, was your guy supposed to hang with him in the first place? Uh, um, I'm not sure. I don't know which, but do you think? And some players admitted it. Do you think Shanahan knew that what the overtime rules were? No, I mean they said he didn't. The Niners, the, the report says the Niners didn't know. I don't. I don't have a problem with them. Um, I don't have a problem. I, I guess I need to look at it. I, I honestly had no problem with taking the ball first. I figured if the – so my logic was looking at how that game played, our best unit was the defense. In order to win the game, the defense had to win it for us. The problem was is that we had a tired defense after a seven-minute drive. So, I mean, we needed to rest. So take the ball first. I didn't. I didn't have a problem with that. No matter which way you spin it, you had to get seven. So that was my logic. Yeah, and and yeah, it's not like it's college where I don't know. It's not like it's college where the uh, I wonder who's chopping. Maybe that was me. Um, it's not like college where the high probability of doing a field goal. I don't know. It's just different because you got to go all the way down the field and you know you got to score, basically. So I don't think it matters much, people said, but it's very weird that it just, it, from Romo to the players saying they didn't understand, it's just weird. Just really weird. I mean, it's it's the NFL. They always overcomplicate stuff. Um I know everybody's like I think we do too much on analytics sometimes. <laughs> at 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 that juncture, the game was very simple. You need a touchdown to win because no matter what you do, if you don't get seven, the Chiefs are going to score. If you put a, a tired defense out there, they're going to go down the field and score. 
easily. So why not try to score first and rest your defense and hope they can make a play to win you the game? Because again, and that at that particular juncture That's of the game, a good point. that defense was tired. Yeah, it was a seven was minute and twenty two. Yeah, seven minutes and twenty two second drive, and then it's just a, a coin toss with like a two minute rest, and then the drive for the Chiefs to to yeah, clinch the game was still like six, almost seven minutes themselves. So you would have had them out there for almost thirteen minutes straight. Come on, man! Like it, it, it was nothing you could do. You're almost, you're almost agreeing with something Shanahan did. You're almost agreeing with something. No, I mean that that won't that won't bad. It's just let's break down the overtime drive because we were well on our way to throwing an interception on the very first play because we decided to pass into traffic instead of running the ball. You know, just makes sense. Just makes sense. How many how many dropbacks did uh, Brock Purdy have? Let me check. Because last I checked, that, that game was pretty damn close the whole time. And he dropped back 38 times. 38 times. I wonder how many passes a game he, he averages. 38 in overtime, too. So, How many third quarters did we have where we didn't run the ball but three times? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I, well, they, they I mean, they should have. I mean, they – should do it at the beginning of the season is something they should go over, but oh, I you mean, should I, you should definitely know the rules. Uh, not Tony. What's the guy to score? Hardman said uh, he didn't know. Hardman, they had to yeah, Hardman the game. Well, it was funny because Kel- Kelsey and Mahomes, one of them said that they they do the rules that they go over it all the time, like they were prepared for every situation. But Hardman was like, "Yo, we won." <laughs> That's the Jets. That jet stink on him, still on him. Oh, <laughs> He's so happy to be on a good team again. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I thought there were a couple plays, though. That play, I think it was third and five. If you score there, you're going to win. He was in the, in the fourth. And, but they brought the blitz. Everybody knew they were going to bring the blitz. But they attacked, Spags attacks pressure. And they got the pressure to you, and then they got the ball and they scored. You know what I'm play I'm talking about? No, what what play was it? It's like the third and five. They brought basically they brought they brought the house, but they disguised it well. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The one that that Baldy was showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was so that that play that play. I thought. They were showing that we could have ran an inside zone. I, I felt like that should have been a handoff. And and I know it's not our best side to run the ball against, but I could tell pre-snap that the pressure was coming from the left side. So it didn't make any sense to, to run to the left side. But uh, allow McCaffrey to just find an opening and, and, and squeeze through and uh, and go on the right side. I really felt like that should have been a run. Um and, and then just make the lineman push him to a first down, which is a possibility. A lot of what they were doing on defense up front was aided by what I think was just some really poor play calling. Like when, when he overthrew Debo on, on that little uh, – on that pass play where he rolled out, he should have rolled out outside the guard because the pressure was coming between the guards and the tackles the entire time. 
and he rolled and stopped between the guard and the tackle. So that's why it made it easier for Jones to get to him. I, I didn't understand the design on that, or or not some or somebody not realizing that, especially with all the people watching the game and making adjustments in game, we were getting killed between the guards and the tackles. So why would you stop him there and 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 try to pass from that spot? That didn't make any sense. Uh so big picture. Where do you guys go from here? Um, I mean, the same place we always go back to the drawing board. Uh, as long as I, I, I don't know how many more years I got to say this, but I think I at least got another two years. As long as the team stays healthy, they can contend. Um, I mean, I would hope that we're not the new Buffalo Bills, but if we keep getting to Super Bowls, you might get lucky enough and win one. But that's about it. People talking about pay party, like, I don't even think we're at that point yet. I think he's still got another year, right? Well, this is his second year. So, yeah. His way so, who really cares? That. Ain't the nobody paying him yet. <laughs> yeah, man. Ain't nobody paying him yet. I mean, he gonna, he gonna get taken care of. We're not gonna, we're not gonna get rid of him or let him walk. Like, that's, he'll get whatever yeah, he asks for. Just I do like think he, you said what? Yeah, that time I can drop it. But I do think he solidified himself as a top, you know, 10 quarterback. I think he's legit and it's not um he's perfect for that system. So that just means his skill set is perfect for what is. It doesn't matter if he's in another system because he's not. He's in that system. So you gotta give him his respect. But at the same time, I want to look at the other side of the ball. And I know you're blaming the play calling, but a lot of what happened to y'all had to do with Spags and that secondary and the way the game was called on the other end. Um, Spags came to play. If, if there was another MVP candidate, it'd be Spags. They, they blitzed over 50% of the time. He just did his thing all day long, and y'all were flustered until they got tired. No, Spags is, is fine. I, I don't have a problem with Spags or giving him his credit. I mean, um, he he had some calculated pressure, and I know people were, were sleeping at the wheel in the first on the first drive, but that was just him filling it out. And again, once once he felt it out, here come the blitzes. <laughs> and and that's fine. Like I I thought he did everything well. I really did. I didn't have any issues with any of his play calling. Um at all. It was it was a perfect game by him. What you expect from him? That's his caliber. That's what he did with the Giants, and that's why he's got a lot of rings as a coordinator. Yeah, and they, see, they blitz Purdy on 51% of the dropbacks. And I showed you that link where basically it was like all man coverage, blitzing constantly, taking all kind of risks, and just totally disrespecting y'all and not respecting I think Debo maybe they he was targeted maybe thirteen times. And Debo three was passes. he was over targeted thirteen. It was crazy. He, he was over targeted for sure. Because y'all <laughs> like, wanted to get him involved, but and yeah, Kittle. Where was Kittle the whole game? And that was Kittle, all of his own. Yeah, Kittle was in a in a in a. Dusty's been on fire the whole 
He's been a low-key MVP for Kansas City, I think, this playoff run. Kittle? Yeah, no, I was going to say, Kittle was in a box, man. He got, like, Kyle is, I don't understand. Kittle is still serviceable tight end target. You Usually when you talk about people getting blitzed, you would think that the tight end would, would get a lot more looks because <laughs> he's yeah, a pretty good safety yeah. valve. Yeah, no, not not so much, buddy. Not so much. So, but yeah, I, I just but yeah. So where we got distracted? Where do y'all go from here? Like, well, I mean, you said that, but like, I mean, you if you do if you and just bounce back. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got no choice, bro. Like, you don't stop believing that you can't win a Super Bowl. Like, I I feel like you. One thing that fans sometimes forget. You can't win a Super Bowl if you don't get to the Super Bowl. So you you go back to the drawing board. The same way that the Chiefs won a three-peat. Like they don't just stop wanting to compete because they already won it. They want to get they want to stay there. Like the Chiefs are are the standard. They're the the boogeyman for for the Niners. And uh the Niners either have to overcome it or continue to be the whipping boy. So hopefully they but figure it out. Yeah. Many people that vict- even y'all in between were the victims of Super Bowl hangovers to a degree. Yeah. So I just think I think when you lose like that, it becomes harder and harder to keep everything together. People start blaming one another. People want more money. People leave. So I think that's part of it too. It's not that they don't have the heart. It's just that people start pointing fingers. You still don't have the same credibility it becomes a stigma. Well, it's tough. Well, we're we're not we're not the Eagles, if that's what you're implying. And then um as far as the, the it'd money be really issue. Hard to fall apart that badly. Yeah. It'd be really but hard to fall apart that bad. As as far as the money issue, I'm pretty sure everybody's pretty much locked in for at least another uh, I, year I, or two. Y'all re upped him lately? Y'all re Oh yeah, he uh, might be he might be the next one. But again, we we had not paid we're not paying our quarterback, so that gives you a lot of yeah, freedom in today. Got it for a while. Yeah. yeah, you can shuffle it around. That is that is a key too. So, but you so you still feel? Do you think Kyle can win the big one? Uh, I don't think Kyle can win the big one without a lot of things falling in place. <laughs> So that that's a that's a loaded question. I think eventually he will. I, I hope that he doesn't go the Andy route where it just doesn't work with us and he goes to another team and gets either Patrick Mahomes or figures it out and starts winning. Because that's what Andy was when he was with Philly. Like it didn't seem like he could figure it out. He couldn't win the big one. Then he comes to Kansas City and now he's he's a living legend. Um, so I hope it doesn't go that route. But I, I think in order for him to win it, he, he needs some help unless he switches up how he does business, and like I told you offline, I'll say it again, he needs to give up play calling. And yeah, Leaf, the Niners are the odds-on Vegas favorite to uh, go to the Super Bowl, or to win the Super Bowl, rather. I saw that today. I don't know yeah. who's, I don't know if you did that line, but you're still a team. But yeah. just had a lot of injury luck this year. I think this is the healthiest y'all have ever been. It Everybody I mean, came I, back. Didn't I say it from, from the very first week that the only thing I wanted was the team to be healthy? Yeah. And if they healthy. stay healthy, yep. get to the Super Bowl? 
That like, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't just saying that because I was a fan. Like that's truly what I believe. Like this was a really good team. They just needed to stay healthy because what hurt them the year before is the injuries. Because I feel like the year before they would have got to the Super Bowl, probably would have lost to the Chiefs again, but they would have gotten there. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what it is about Mahomes and Andy, man. They just they just spook people, I guess. I don't know. All right, what about on the other side, Kansas City? Uh, they, which I thought amazingly, which is crazy, you just go back to back, you immediately talk three-peat right after the game. Not the parade, like after the game. Sweat still dripping, still hugging your family, and you're talking three-peat. I thought that was bold. Well, they, they didn't crack the code, man. Like, when you can win with the offense that bad, when you can win with the offense that bad, that's that's saying something. But Chiefs got Chiefs got to look at their finances, man. They got to play. They got to pay Jones. Um, I I think uh, some of these um, some of these uh, DBs are up as well. For them, the important thing for them is probably to build through the draft, like find some some actual young talent and incorporate that, mesh that with your veterans. And, and use the regular season as practice to build their confidence. So when it is go time in the playoffs, because you expect to get to the playoffs if you're the Chiefs, when it's go time in the playoffs, then uh, everything will, will gel at that time. Essentially like the Warriors did uh, when they had their dynasty going. Like they just they bring in parts, try to incorporate it into their, their usual big three of Draymond, Curry, and Clay, and then uh, go from there. Like, They've got a solid foundation in Kansas City, so no need to, to overthink it. Just draft well. And last question. How how many rings, or let's say it like this, how far away is Mahomes from Brady? Uh, it, I mean, if he three-piece, he passes him. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> a three-peat is crazy, bro. A three-peat back-to-back has only happened, what, like seven, eight times? Not a lot, yeah. Yeah, it, that, that in and of itself is a pretty good feat. So if he if he three-peats, then without a doubt, like, you got to give it to him. I, I don't think that the true beauty of, of Brady's uh, GOAT status is um, – is the seven. I think it's the consistency because even within the seven, there's some losses, there's some failures. We don't talk about it, but what makes him the greatest is that he was good for so long and he was consistent. There's probably two to three different systems he went through as far as the personnel. They went from from a, a, a Troy Brown, we just going to wing it, to a Randy Moss, this is probably the best offense we've ever seen, to a, a Aaron, Aaron Hernandez right and Gronkowski power two tight ends thing like uh, and then he goes to um, to to Tampa and and some of us wrote him off and then he he finds his little vertical ball a little bit and, and they win again like he was a winner and and that's his legacy so I don't think Patty needs to get seven rings uh, it, I mean if he three piece he's he's up there if he gets two more Super Bowls he's up there if he gets one more he's up there he just needs to stay consistent and stay at the top of his game for the next seven, eight years, because that's basically what Brady did. He dominated for, what, almost two decades or two decades? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah. two decades. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I think, I, I think uh, I Mahomes is – I was going to say, I think his I think era is a little bit more difficult. I think it's funny how we're just writing off rings. It's like, oh, if he gets four and Brady has seven, it's like, 
I never heard writing off rings like that. And so, I, don't, I don't know if any, and, and I think some of what Mahomes does is more spectacular, but then I think we forget how spectacular and surgical Brady was and how easy he made it look, whereas Mahomes is running around more. It's both incredible, just in a different way. But I did want to make this point. When I see the Chiefs now, it looks just like the Patriots. Dudes stepping up, doing their job, and just you know somebody's going to make the play to win. And that's how that whole team is, where you had Gronk and Brady and Kels and uh, calling his real name, Emma Holmes, or just the players like uh, McDuffie. It, I don't know. It's just that same vibe. Yeah, I, I mean, that's true. Like, uh, like guys are stepping up, finding a way. Who's the who's the one boy that was was doing well? Was it Watson or something? Watkins or some some random some random dude that was out there catching some passes, man. I was like, who is this guy? I, I only know Rice. Where did he get these other guys from? But um, yeah, it, as as long as as long as you buy into the system, you will be successful in Kansas City. That's what they have established, and that was the Patriot way: buy into the system, and you'll win. Yes, this is the Andy way. A little, little looser. A little looser. It's the nuggy, the nuggy way. Last, this one really feel last thing. What did you think of the uh, the sideline confrontation between Travis and Andy? Or really, Travis? Uh, I, I thought it was a little over the top, but emotions are high. And um, it's the Super Bowl. It's literally when to go home. And, and I think Andy's right. Dude just wants to win, and if Andy don't got a problem with it, I don't have a problem with it. As long as he he knock him down and hurt him, they'd have to be like, "Hey, yo, you're a jerk." <laughs> but yeah, other than yeah. that, I, especially it's their sideline. Let them handle it. And he was amped up. He was so amped up because he kept talking about the biggest game of his life, and people were talking about he was retiring, and he had this big emotional dramatic year, and they said he had this crazy pregame speech that like. People were almost crying. So he was amped up. <clears throat> and, you know, I've been sports my whole life. Um, Adversary coaching the other side, too. When you get intense like that and something like that happens, it's almost good because the player cares. He came up on him too quickly, like Andy said. And he turned, and he didn't – it was just like a miscommunication – but the thing I was looking for, because it looked like uh, a son that was a brat and like a really patient dad. But the thing I looked for was he saw in and his right hand, he grabbed him. Even when he was yelling, like he still cared about him. So yeah. I knew they were tight. So that's what I looked at. And obviously you don't want to see that. But in the heat of the moment, it happens. Yeah, I I, I agree. And um like I said, my thing is, is it's something to talk about. But if if Andy and them say it's nothing, then it's nothing. I mean, I saw him uh, right after it. They yeah, going right. I mean, it was like right for halftime. But something, somebody need to do something, like three points. Somebody, somebody need to holler yeah. at somebody. And the thing too is, he was mad he wasn't in there for a block, so it wasn't a a glory thing. It was a let me out there and let me do my thing. 
I don't know. But uh, sorry, sir. Maybe next year, you know, oh. y'all are in an endless loop. Bro, are you kidding me? I am the the Seminoles, the Niners, the Braves. It's been a rough year for me. Fandom. Y'all got one recently. <laughs> How long ago was that for the Braves? Well, two, the, 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 yeah, two, three years ago. But then we had two uh, first first round exits basically against the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> so, or not two first rounds. The, the last one was uh, in the in the NLCS. But either way. Uh, it's, it probably hurts more to be knocking on the door and, and not getting in than it does not even having a chance. I, I will admit that as a as a fan and like looking looking back on the season, like um there's there's more stress about what could have been being that close than if you never had a, a chance in, in in general. But it is what it is. Yeah, and that's uh what Leaf said. And I, I sort of alluded to it though. He said, "Yeah, the uh, the backup uh, tight end totally whiffed the block, and the guy he missed caused a fumble on Pacheco. So it wasn't an ego. It was like I need to be in so I can win. You got LeBron James, you got Michael Jordan, you got Kobe on the bench. Kobe would definitely would have done that. Yeah, but but Kobe played defense most of his career. Travis Kelsey ain't been a blocker most of his career, so I I didn't even have a problem with it. So hey, it's <laughs> if I was if I was Andy, I'd have pulled it up. I'd have had the receipts ready. I'd have had Google. <laughs> We'd have been on Stat Muse, and I'd have been like, "Sir, your block percentage success rate." I'd have had Joe Matz on on speed dial with some PFF grades <laughs> about how, how his block rate is actually a forty. <laughs> He blocked better this year because he uh, he needed to because he wasn't as uh, that, yeah. I was say that's the sign that's the sign of him getting old is that he's actually exactly. standing but, in the block. <laughs> that's too. I mean, I love him, but he looked. I mean, he definitely saved it for the playoffs. But Jesus, you know, yeah. he didn't look himself for a lot of the season. Yeah, it it is bound to happen. I think I had talked about it a couple years ago. He's around that age. He's where he should start seeing the decline. They can, they can do one of two things. They can, they can find a replacement that he can groom, or they can phase or or prepare to phase this style out, which is what I think they'll do. Because you know, Andy still has another wrinkle. I talked about this earlier on um, on our sports show this morning. Remember when he had Macklin and uh, and Jackson that particular yeah. offense? I, I think he still has. Obviously, he would still have the blueprint on that. They just gradually shift personnel and, and go back to that style rather than depend on, on a Kelsey. Cause you're not going to find too many Kelsey's. <laughs> no, they don't grow on trees. They do not grow on trees. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so for me, the commission and the long suffering 49er fan who has won Super Bowl in a longer time than Cowboys actively lazy. <laughs> Have a great one, everybody. Take care, bro.